Hello, 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 hello. We know that this is a late posting, but welcome very to late. Fantasy Binge. Very late, very late. I am your host, Tamara. And I'm your boy, Tony James, the, the Fantasy, Fantasy Sage. Sage. What's poppin', people? Um, welcome to the this week's... Well, we already had an episode this week. Earlier this week, we But did. this is our Saturday episode for week 14 right, of right. Fantasy Football. Um, you can find us on iTunes under Fantasy Binge. You can find us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud. under Fantasy Binge. That's pretty much all you have to search. And here, here, let's just get into it. Here's what I'm going to say. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Bam. Listen, guys. Thursday night. Thursday night was insane. Now, no, no, no. Derrick Henry was insane Derek on Henry, Thursday night. Thursday, my Thursday insane. night was a pretty normal Thursday night. But I had to go. I have to talk about my predictions. Right? Okay. So let's talk so about I it. So said, I said nobody else in the whole entire game is worth said, starting said, except for John Doc, Smith. You, yeah. You said. And Second quarter. He goes out. Johnu Smith. Not only does he go out, he goes out like permanently rest of season. He's yeah, never like, coming back. It was back. ugly. It was, <laughs> he couldn't walk, couldn't put weight on it. Yeah. I apologize. Now, having said that. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Nobody, and Derrick Henry ain't done an all year. Not only. Projected eight fantasy points this, this week. Not only has Derrick Henry not done anything all year, what a joke. he hasn't done anything so much that he's still sitting on free agency and like in two of my hella three leagues. leagues in hella leagues, nobody has this full, and there's just forty some odd points sitting out there, just 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 on free grabs. agency. Like hackers are going to put them on their fantasy football teams. Okay, I'm going to start at beginning of season because he has been been playing since beginning of season. Right now, this is in a um, let me see what league this is. This is in. Now, this is in a standard league. Mm-hmm. So, standard scoring. Mm-hmm. Two, five, five, two, five, two, 12 by 8, 17, okay. 4, 2, 10, 47. Insanity. Like. Pure insanity. Like, that's a guy that that's a guy that you guys held for the first five weeks of your league because some of you drafted him late thinking he might do well. And then and you then cut him. And then he didn't. Yeah, and then you cut you him. You cut him. And you, you, cut you said, him. oh, this was, a, this was a flop. You cut him for the likes of, of Philip Lindsay. You cut him for the likes mm-hmm. of. No, no, definitely. Philip Lindsay's been balling. And Philip no, Lindsay no, no. was a guy that wasn't drafted. I, I'll tell you this much. I cut him way before I was no, looking at Philip Lindsay. No, but what I'm Lindsay. saying. I might have cut Derrick Henry for, to, for, for Del, Dalvin Cook. But you knew by week three, right? <laughs> like by week three or four, you knew Philip Lindsay was the truth and yeah, that no, Royce no, no, Freeman was a joke. Yeah. And that's the guy you cut. That's one of the guys you cut to get this dude. I'll tell you this much. I cut Derrick Henry the same way I cut. Uh, Davis, it's Corey bad. Davis, is bad, and then Corey Davis shows up late, later in the year. He has really started to shine in the offense as well. Though this was a dud for everybody else. Everybody else on the field was trash. The quarterbacks were trash. It's a, the only other person of note was Dede Westbrook. He had eighty some odd yards and a touchdown, which is fourteen fantasy points, which is a good day for a wide receiver. Other than that. Nobody did anything. Keelan Cole had like seven. Dante Moncrief had like eight. Leonard Fournette, three. Leonard Fournette standard didn't do school, anything school. for you. Neither one of the quarterbacks did anything for you. Now, I, in the last show, one of the main things you said was play the kickers and play the defenses. I did. Well, if you played Jacksonville's defense, you got screwed. You got killed. But if you played <laughs> Tennessee's, Tennessee's defense, defense like I did, they... they Ten to twelve. 
10 yeah. to 12. Yeah. I had him in a I'm couple of leagues. Ryan Suckup. But even ended he up missed. With a, okay. He missed an extra point that got him a minus one. I was upset. Right. But he had a DC. Ended up having a you decent game. You know me. I, I cut people. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't own a real team because everyone would be Speaking fired. Speaking of cutting people, did you know I was able to pick up Michael Thomas in a league? So today? here's what happened. We have somebody in one of our leagues that apparently just went crazy dropping people. He was pissed. He dropped Michael Thomas. But he's he was one of the ones that was like right up there with me. It's the league that I'm undefeated in. And he was right up there. We were undefeated till we played each other. Then I beat him. And then he's kind of gone on a losing streak. So he's like seven and four now or seven and seven and five, whatever week we're in. Seven and six. So he's right there in the mix with everybody else. So he yeah, just he went started on a crazy strong, losing but, streak. Yeah. So he purged. <laughs> and one he of was, those people was Michael Thomas. He was cutting fools left and right. While I was playing Candy Crush this morning. Man. Yes, I'm still one of the people that plays Candy Crush. I do Candy too. Crush. I'm on like level You were looking at activity. This this is a, a point that we should make more often. This is why mm-hmm. it's important to look at activity. Constantly. In your league. Constantly. And not just okay. on waiver day. Like throughout right? the league. Another time that I always look at. At, at waiver activity is on Sunday morning. There are people who are making split decisions at the very last second who yeah. are like, oh, this guy's out there on waivers now. Constantly be checking your activity to see, oh, this guy. And there's times that I've gotten away with it. I've dropped a guy because he's injured for a week, but I really need to pick somebody up for that week. And then right in, in waivers again, pick him back, pick him right back up, and nobody even notices. Yeah, because Michael Thomas last two weeks, three and four. He's so had, I could see where I weeks. could see where you would you know right. if you needed something or I, right. I don't know why he dropped Michael Thomas, um, but you know before that starting in week nine against the Rams <clears throat> twenty seven nineteen fifteen and then three and four. Now he's kind of up and down. I'll start from the beginning twenty two eighteen twelve four seven by twelve eight twenty seven nineteen fifteen three and four. So and he's still a wide and he's a wide receiver one. Yeah, he's definitely. I'm not going to say he's boom or bust because he's more boom than bust, right. but right. I don't know. I don't know. He's why one of the top five wide receivers in the league. So that's not a guy that that's a guy that you roll with the punches. Like he's going to have, a, everybody's going to have a bad game, right? He just happened to have to. You got to roll with that. So um, because this is at least in two of our leagues, we're in playoffs um, we've only had the Thursday night's game. Unless you had Derrick Henry, nobody else has really done anything for you. You may have started Didi. There's a couple of teams out there that had Didi. I thought about starting Didi, but it just... But did you? No. So I had better options. And standard scoring... That's what I thought were better options. Yeah, and standard scoring, Didi got you 14. Yeah. So, it's a good um, Other than that, nobody... I, I mean, nobody maybe else you did played, anything. like me, Tennessee's defense. Yeah. But other than that... Good for you. Um, There's nothing... Nope. Oh, um, Tajay Sharp also got hurt. Tajay Sharp got hurt. Jonu Smith, yeah. And and like I said before, Jonu Smith is definitely, he's been confirmed out rest of season. It's bad. Has that that happened? I didn't hear that news. Dang. As of uh, either Thursday. He was starting to shine, too. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. That's really unfortunate. Um, But that's football, folks. So I've decided, um, just to talk about me a little bit. I've decided that there's not enough people from the work league listening. So Agreed. As, as you as our listeners may or may not know, we do this for our fantasy teams that we and by we I mean you, 
Tony in the fantasy sage, um, that you commission. So you have three leagues that you commission? Two leagues that I commission. The work league is commissioned by, by somebody. Else. Yeah. Else. Um, but you're participating in nine leagues. Mm-hmm. I'm participating in three. And we do this primarily for our league mates. Right. You know, we know that a lot of them aren't, I'm not going to say not committed, but just don't have the time to focus on fantasy the way that we enjoy doing. Right. So that's why we put this podcast together so that 45 minutes. And, you know, if you listen to us last season, you know, that was our first season. We did once a week on Wednesdays. This week, we're trying to do a little more. We're trying to evolve a little bit. We're, we're recording two days a week. Um, and what I've come to the understanding of is those in the work league are not listening. Whether they're unaware, don't know, don't, don't show, show, or don't just... give a damn about <laughs> fantasy football podcasts. So I've decided I'm just going to randomly show up to my dad's job and be like... Just put it out there. Eh. Now, may I remind you, I am four and nine in this league, but I don't care. I'm going to talk shit. I got the bye. Yeah. Ooh, so I think we're going to... They gonna... said, who's that damn Kiki loves me? That's, this is why we need to show up. This guy. So I think that's going to happen one of these one of these days. Show up there and just say. I'm with it. Hey, we got this podcast. And unbeknownst to you, we've been talking about all of you. And it'll help some of you get a win yeah. that y'all desperately need. Yeah. Just saying. All right. So let's get into the news, 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 news of this week. So... I'm just going to start with Jets news. Sam Darnold apparently is going to be starting this week ahead of everyone else. Miss. I, I know. I know. Mm. But just so you guys know, because whoever's throwing the ball in New York, you know, might make a difference for for some reason if you have a wide receiver there. Now, Isaiah Crowell um, is an injury concern. Uh, he has a toe injury. He's questionable as of Friday. Mm. Today's Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we're recording on Saturday. And Robbie Anderson, wide receiver out there, is questionable officially for the team. Jeez. Um, so pretty much Their that. offense is already. Yeah, they, they have no one. Uh, like, man. I wrote down literally Quincy and Nunwa. I need to bring back Matt Forte. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jermaine Kerr. Kierce. Curse. Curse. That's pretty much it. And I'm definitely not starting any of them. They never catch no passes anyway. And it might snow. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be. This is this game is gonna be a heavy Lashawn McCoy game. If anything, this is gonna be a heavy running back game. I don't even know who's running the ball in New York or in New York anymore. If Crowell's not playing, a whole bunch. Of, I didn't even write them down. That's um, the names are nobody. But this is this is a McCoy game for sure. This is his bread and butter. This is where he thrives. This is that week of the year where we're gonna see because they're playing Buffalo. That that yeah, we're gonna see that Lashawn McCoy game for sure. Um, in Atlanta, as of thir- now, this is as of Thursday. Uh, Coach Quinn, Don Quinn, says they expect. Now I know we talked about the last game. Julio has a foot injury. As of Thursday, they expect Julio to play. Mm-hmm. And I want to say as of yesterday as well. When in my research into Julio's injury, he's expected to play. But we've seen Julio playing On with this foot, foot injury before. On that hurt foot, we saw it last year and the year before. So it's 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 one of those things where it's hit or miss when when Julio Jones gets injured, mm-hmm. the matchup has to be right. Yeah, because in he was, order for him to be able to thrive, and it's going to be cold. 
They're in Green Bay. They're outdoors. Like, that's not the setting for Julio to be able to thrive with an injured foot. So if Julio is hurt and can't play to full capacity, does this mean somebody else is going to shine? Or does this mean the whole team is just going to bomb? Calvin now, Ridley. But other than Calvin Ridley, I mean... They have Mohamed Sanu. I just feel like even with Matty Ice being on thin ice... <laughs> What is Atlanta going to do? what you did there. Maddie being on thin ice. Maddie Ice is on thin ice. No, but just I don't see anything happening for Atlanta in Green Bay. It. I definitely think it's going to be a tough game, and I definitely think it's going to be a game that Green Bay wins. Having said that, uh, Green Bay's defense is not the best. They're really only ranked well against the tight end, which is why I say stay away from Austin Hooper this week. But other than that, their offense is going to have some value. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to be a good Tevin Coleman game. I think it's going to be a game where they're going to have to keep up because I think Rodgers is going to go handbone. Okay. Pure handbone just to show that Mike McCarthy's the reason why we've been Things held back all happening. these years. Now I'm going to come out and throw five touchdowns. No, because now that they've gotten rid of – now that Green Bay has fired their coach – if you still continue to play bad, then now the next finger is going to be pointed. You got to point it. Yeah, that's where you got to point it. Um, so I think their their passing game is going to have some value. Um, I really do think if Julio's not a hundred percent, I think he can be a decoy for Mohamed Sanu and okay. Calvin Ridley. But I think this is the perfect setup for a big Calvin Ridley game. Okay. Um, now in Chicago, since we're you know talking about how cold it can get, now Trubisky looks good. Uh, in practice, and as of Thursday and Friday, actually, it looks like he's going to be a go. Now, I know we talked about this in the last game. Chicago's going to win the game. Okay. We'll get there when we get to the game lineup matchups. But I know we talked about this on Wednesday. You know, if Mitch is in. Hot takes 2018. If Mitch plays, <laughs> if he they gave him a little bit more rest last week. Now, mm-hmm. that's still just a rumor that I've only heard from Tony the Fantasy Sage. I haven't seen anybody back up that rumor as far people. as, well, as far as legitimate sports reporters. I got my people on the inside. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody Trust else me. back up that rumor that they were just resting him because they thought they could squeak out well, a win. It's supposed to be a gimme game. Well, maybe. But um, if that happens, if it looks like Mitch is a go, everyone thinks he's great. I know we talked a little bit about this, but you're going to play Trey Burton. What about Allen Robinson? What about uh, I don't their like, run I, game? Who are they playing? Who are they playing on? They're playing, they're playing the Rams. That's why it's such a hot take. But they're in Chicago in the winter. Um, I don't think this is a good script for Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I think this is going to be one of those games. You have the games where you see Allen Robinson shine, uh-huh. and then the games where he doesn't shine, you see Taylor Gabriel and Anthony Miller shine. I think this is a game. Uh, I've seen Taylor Gabriel on at least two of the free agencies in two of our I games. think this is going to be a pass-heavy game. Um, it's going to be a higher-scoring game than we're used to from Chicago. Okay. I think that this is going to be um, a pass-heavy game. I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game than we expected. And we know that Tariq Cohen is more of the pass-catching back in Chicago. Um, and so I think this is going to be a good game script for Cohen. Of course, there's going to be a lot of girly. And I think Burton is actually a good start this week. Um, but I still I, I honestly feel like Chicago's going to win this game. I don't know how they're going to do it. 
this is I think the Rams are going to lose another one. And I think this is going to be the one. And it's not a disappointment. The Bears are eight and three, eight and four. And they're actually good. Yeah. The Bears are actually good. And that defense, that pass rush is about to put some serious pressure on Jared Goff. It's going to be one to watch. Trust that. So let me ask you something, because this is a decision that I'm literally going between, and I need to finalize it before, obviously, the game start tomorrow. Uh-oh. Jared Goff or Lamar Jackson? Jackson. Okay. That's what's happening. All right. So in Tampa Bay, I think we've kind of wrapped around and closed up the loop. D-Jax is out. I mean, literally rest of season with this, ju- with this thumb injury. Um, Chris Godwin and Adam Humphreys. In Indianapolis, T.Y. Hilton did not practice on Thursday, mm-hmm. um, but he's still an option for Sunday. Eric Ebron was out uh, Wednesday and Thursday with a sickness, but he was full practice Friday. Start Eric Ebron. And then you're going to have to follow up because, I mean, he was limited practice. Hilton was limited practice on Friday. Um, Start Eric Ebron. If you don't hear anything I say this week on this podcast, start Eric Ebron. Oh, but he has the flu. Don't matter. Okay. Three touchdowns. All right. And not three. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but, but, but some yardage. Ebron's going to have a good game. All right. And Carolina, I don't know if you guys have heard, Graham Gano is out. Apparently, he has a left knee injury. And Carolina has signed Arizona's ex-kicker, Chandler Okay, Catanzaro. Catanzaro. What is going on with Carolina? Well, you know, I've three heard... three straight. Is it four straight? They've lost four straight. And I've heard some more. Now, I know we talked about this on Wednesday right. show about Cam and his shoulder and this, <laughs> like, oh, Illuminati theory about his shoulder. <laughs> but I've heard even more. Even more is coming out about how he's not playing 100%. This shoulder injury is nagging him. And he could possibly have surgery again in this offseason. Wow. So this is not... I mean, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is... Obviously, this shoulder is hurting him and affecting his game offense. This is a big deal for that organization because if these are, this is his throwing arm. So if these problems continue to loom, if we go into another season where he's struggling to throw the ball down the field or struggling to throw the ball well and is missing receivers, we could be talking about the end of a Cam Newton era in Carolina. The Black Panther. That's crazy, yo. Alex Smith. I was going to say, it is okay. The lion lion is not going to bother bother you. you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. That just made me think about Alex Smith. And that prayers to Alex Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's battling an infection after his surgery. Um, They're talking about he might not play football again. Dang. That's crazy. His career has been a bit of a roller coaster. This is his third team now. Um, where he's gotten to the precipice of being the guy and then gets traded or gets replaced. And it sucks. Um, I would have loved to see that guy get a ring. Shout out to Alex Smith. Oh, for a speedy recovery for you. Yeah. I know sucks. you're not listening, but, you know. If you are on the off chance. <laughs> we like you. Um, okay, so in Cleveland, Duke Johnson Jr. may not play Sunday due to a tragedy in the family. His grandmother His died, grandmother so he died. might not make it to Sunday. But in my show notes, I wrote, <laughs> this is so not funny, so don't laugh. Duke Johnson Jr. may not play Sunday. Dead GM. <laughs> De- oh, God. <laughs> Listen, they said he was back in back in team meetings. 
on Friday. I know that wasn't intentional. That just happened. That just happened. Um, I think there might be a dead Hey, gym. when you're writing show notes, you got to gotta get your shorthand I think game there up. might be a dead gym in Cleveland. <laughs> um, we're not, that's neither here nor there. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, no, but all, in all seriousness, though, um, he was back in team meetings on Friday. Yeah. So he's back with the team. But still, this news was um, as but a... Oh, it, this news might have been as a Friday. Yeah, so. he's still... He may or may not suit up. We don't know. We don't know if he's there and he's going to go back with his family. We don't really know what's going on. I'm sure we'll learn more tomorrow morning uh, before the game. Now, you, you've, if you're playing anybody in Cleveland as far as running backs, you're playing Nick Chubb anyway. Chubby! Just in case you had him as a number two or as a handcuff. I do so good. If something happens to Nick Chubb this week. Nick Chubb's good at football. Yes, he's very good. Pretty dope. Um, just to get on your who cares note, Doug Martin. Um, was no, I do care. <laughs> Doug Martin was questionable for Sunday as of Friday, but he has been full practice uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But he's he's got an injury that, they're, that Oakland is not sure of him Gosh. playing for Sunday. That's super unfortunate because – uh, that's definitely a guy that I would play in this matchup against Pittsburgh at home in Oakland. Um, but we you, we got to monitor that and see if he goes. If he goes, I think Doug Martin's a great start this week. Against Pittsburgh? Yep. All right. Um, in Detroit, of course, Carrion Johnson is still out, especially as of Sunday. Uh, I know we talked about this on Wednesday. Matt Stafford had a back injury. He's still questionable and was limited practice the last three days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So you definitely want to keep an eye out for what's happening with this injury in Detroit come tomorrow morning because that could – if they have to put a second-string quarterback in for whatever reason or even if Matthew Stafford plays but just isn't 100%, this is going to affect everyone's gameplay in Detroit. It's going to be a running back heavy game anyway. Um, yeah, but if you got on Johnson out, who are you playing? Riddick and Blunt. There you go. It's so, going to be a one-two punch. So your Kenny Galladay is not going to be a viable play if you're re- relying on him for your playoffs. For fantasy, I agree with that. that you know Matthew Stafford's injury is going to affect his reception. I, I would say I would say I would definitely sit Kenny Galladay this week. Of course, in Los Angeles, um, the Chargers, Melvin Gordon is still out. Now, Austin Eckler, we thought he was going to be the answer. He did not result in that last week. What are your thoughts about Austin Eckler this week? So after seeing the lack of production put up by Austin Eckler, I thought thought for sure Austin Eckler was going to be the guy. Mm -hmm. But it was clear that Justin Jackson was the better of the two running backs in last game. He got more usage. A lot of his usage was in the second half, and he was still more productive. Um, There's no way to know. I would personally, if it were up to me and I had to choose between one of those guys, it seems like last week was a test. They played Eckler heavy in the first half. They played Jackson heavy in the second half. Jackson was the better of the two. It looks like Jackson is going to be the guy. But I know a lot of you are going to have to make that decision. I wouldn't want to have to make that decision. I hear you. If I that. had to pick one, if I was forced gun to my head, it would be Jackson. All right. In San Francisco, you've got Matt Breida out, officially out Sunday. Pierre Garçon out. Yep. Um, so that leaves you Marquise Goodwin. Um, Dante Pettis, that leaves you um, Alfred Morris, possibly. Jeff Wilson is the backup running back there that's going to be taking the reins. 
However, they're playing against uh, the Broncos, who are 13th against the run. But the fact is, the 49ers offense just isn't all that. We have a quarterback that can throw for a whole bunch of yards, but we don't score a lot of points. Um, So I would stay away from the running game of San Francisco in this particular game. But as far as wide receivers are concerned, I think they're going to defend heavy on Goodwin. And I think this is going to be another good game for Pettis. All right. Uh, In Seattle, Doug Baldwin missed two practices this week with a hip injury. I know you're not really in Seattle like, oh, I'm starting all these. um, Start Tyler Lockett this week. Okay, so that's pretty much it. Start Tyler Lockett. And that's whether Baldwin plays or not. All right. In Washington, Josh Doxson was limited practice, but mm, let's be real. You weren't really starting him as your number one wide receiver in any way. Uh, Michael Thomas. Now, I know we talked about him before earlier in the show mm-hmm. because we have a league mate who dropped him. Uh, New Orleans has removed him from the injury Fantastic. Uh, report. Fantastic. So he's good to go. Yep. Um, let's talk about this Kansas City Chief news. Of course, Kareem Hunt is not there anymore. Um, now, Kansas City made some big moves this week. They signed Kelvin Benjamin. Um, and right after they signed Kelvin Benjamin, Sammy Watson re-injured his foot in practice and is likely just out Makes through sense. playoffs. That's why they signed um, Kelvin Benjamin. Well, four to six weeks, yeah, Sammy that, Watkins is that's out. That's why they signed Kelvin Benjamin. Did that happen before? No. no. Sometimes it, I get things it, out of it order. It happened after, but they were already unsure about Sammy's status anyway. And he's the same type of receiver. He's a big body. He's a down-the-field threat. He's a red zone threat because he's six whatever. Yeah, but in the last episode, you said who cares? Yeah, I still don't care. Okay. I understand the reasoning behind well, it. Because I still obviously, don't think he'll Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill is going to be your number one wide receiver. He right? is, but I, I think they're going to lose this game too. Mm. I think Baltimore is going to figure out a way. Look, this that Baltimore defense is a lot better than people are giving them credit for, and I think they're that I think Kansas City is going to have a hard time without Kareem Hunt finding a way to put up points. I really do. And so it's going to be a good game to watch, but I think this is going to be one of the first times we're going to see Kansas City struggle as an offense. Um, obviously, they signed Spencer Ware. They signed Shark Hendrick West. Char. Um, so all of those things are happening with Kansas City this week. Let's talk about that for a second, because yeah. I actually had that in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, for last episode. Shark Hendrick West. Um. Spencer Ware, Spencer Ware was not what we expected him to be last week. Charkendrick West knows this offense, knows this offense inside and out. Um, But when you look at his numbers from last year when Kareem Hunt was healthy, his numbers were trash. Now, when you look at his numbers in 2016, he had a decent year, but as a a, a running back three. Andy Reid is the type of guy that's going to say, we need to replace Kareem Hunt with three guys. And his skill set is in a league of its own, and one guy can't replace him. One guy can't do what he does. I think this is going to be a pure running back by committee. So if it were me, I personally, like they're going to have production as a three-headed monster, but I don't think one guy is going to have such greater production than the other parts that he's going to be worth a fantasy start. If he is, I need to see it. But until I see it, I would try to stay, if you can, steer clear of that running game. The best season that Sarkendrick West had with Kansas City was in 2015, mm-hmm. where he ran for, rushed for 634 yards, right. averaging four, yard, uh, four yards a touch. Yep. Uh, and only had four touchdowns. 
during that season. That's what I'm saying. He can't replace Hunt's production. No. Not, not even close. Yeah. But neither can Spencer Ware. And there's a third guy there that I can't remember his name. He can't do it either. Um, it's going to be a three-headed monster. Hmm. So no thanks. Not for my fantasy playoffs. No thanks. Spencer Ware, um, while he was in Kansas City, now in 2016, Spencer Ware definitely, and I think that's the season that we're all remembering, Spencer Ware in 2016, Mm -hmm. having the better career. um, uh, He rushed for 921 yards in 2016. Now, he still only averaged a little bit more than Spencer Ware, 4.3. Well, Spencer Ware in 2015. But, we have but to even remember, in 2015, he averaged more than Spencer Ware. We have to remember I mean, that, was before, that was before they got Kareem Hunt. Yeah. And that was the year that uh, Jamal Charles got, got hurt. hurt. And so it was them. Those were the guys. But even still, both of them splitting carries in 2015, 2016. You know, even Spencer Ware, while he rushed for more yards, he still had the same average. Uh, as uh, Shark Hendrick West, 4.3. He had three touchdowns in 2016. Right. You know, they're both just... They share. Yeah, they share. That's exactly what they do. They share. Yep. So that's what we're going to see. We already know what that offense looks like. We already have a sample of that. And then the other... They have Damian Williams. That's the other guy I'm thinking. Damian Williams is the other guy I'm thinking about. They're going to use him because he's good. He's got he's got quality. He's he's a good running back, but I mean, yeah, pick one. It's not like you oh know, they don't have Kareem Hunt now. I'm going to pick up Spencer Ware, and that's who's going to produce like Kareem right. Hunt. And if you want to try to pick the guy that's going to get the touchdown, good luck to you. Yeah, it could be either one. Yeah. So basically, as far it could as be a fullback that we've never heard of. Uh, before. Uh, totally true. <laughs> so in Kansas City, I mean, you're not picking up another running back thinking that they're going to produce for you like Kareem Hunt. Nope. You're pretty much moving on from Kansas City if you need to replace a running back. There's yep. really not a handcuff there. Um, I've got like crazy news this morning. OBJ. Oh man! Out with a bruised quad. That sucks. That sucks for the Giants. Um, when I wrote down my analysis of this game earlier, um, I had the Giants winning easily. Washington Redskins are beat to hell. They're on to Mark Sanchez as the quarterback. They signed Josh, whatever his name is, as the backup quarterback. Um, their offensive line is completely depleted. The only shining star on that offense is Adrian Peterson. Everybody else on that team is just like their season is going to crap. Wait, I'm, who are we talking about? The Redskins. I'm talking about OBJ. I'm sorry. I understand. They're I'm playing sorry. each other. We've done this again. Yeah. Yes. So let me. Again, <laughs> while I'm looking up stats, all of a sudden we're talking about Redskins players right. and it threw me off. So um, having said all of that about the Redskins with OBJ going down, that makes this game a lot more even. Okay. Now, granted, they still have um, this. This makes me feel like Sterling Shepard to me is not a great talent. That's why this makes it feel like this is a, 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 going to be an Evan Ingram game. Okay. This is going to be a big Evan Ingram game. Washington is okay against the running back. They're 10th against the running back, which is going to make it a little bit difficult for Saquon Barkley to get off the blocks. Okay. But if that defense is on the field a lot Mm -hmm. because they can't move the ball. Then they're going to be tired. They're going to be tired. So Saquon may have some production late. Okay. But early on in the game, I think think this is going to be a heavy Evan Ingram game. Okay. So um, I think that's all the relevant news. As far as injuries and and circling around on stuff that we talked about on Wednesday's show, 
Um, let's get into this game matchup. I really don't have a all about me story that I'm going to tell. Maybe I might have something next Wednesday, depending on how I do with this playoff matchup against Kiki Loves Me over here. <laughs> um, she cannot knock me out the playoffs, y'all. I will not be on the podcast next, week. So she'll be doing it by herself <laughs> if she knocks me out of the playoffs after my amazing season. We'll see how it goes. Um, we got 15 matchups to talk about. I'm going to try to run through these as quickly as possible. Uh, let's start off with the ugliest game on the slate. New York Jets at Buffalo. All right. Three and nine Jets at the four and eight Buffalo Bills. Uh, I said it a little bit earlier. The only person to me that has any type of fantasy relevance in this game is LaShawn McCoy. Um, this, this matchup just fares well for him. Uh, I wouldn't start anybody else. That sounds fair. I wouldn't start anybody else on either one of these rosters. I don't care. I don't, where's Zay Jones? Did we talk about Zay Jones? Is he hurt still? Well, no, no, he's not hurt. We we talked about Zay Jones in Wednesday's show um, because we saw that he was getting more production. I'm pulling this out of my memory. Um, we did talk about Zay Jones. I'll look him up. And we can talk about it, why he may or may not be fool's gold or fantasy's gold when we get into that section. 53% chance that Zay Jones catches a touchdown on this game. Well, yes, because somebody is hurt or somebody – oh, because they got rid of Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, they're, they're 53%. Okay. Now, that's just an arbitrary number that I'm throwing you out there. Throw, oh, I thought you looked at, nope. like, the Watson nope. stats. totally not. 53% chance. Just pull that out 53% Zay like Jones it. catches a touchdown. I like it. Other than that, LaShawn McCoy's the guy. Oh, you know what we totally forgot to talk about? Jalen Ramsey flopping like Babs. <laughs> when we were in high school, remember Babs? Ball back Nasiar Patusi. I think that's how you say his last name. We called him Babs for short. Yeah, that oh dude. Oh, my God. Okay, so on Thursday night's listen, game. Listen, I played, I played JV basketball 10th grade. This dude was on varsity. <laughs> And we used to be like, why is this dude on the floor like, so much? Even the cheerleading squad. Now, I was a cheerleader. Even the cheerleading squad started talking stuff. <laughs> he was like, always why is this on always falling the to floor, the ground. Always on the ground okay. for whatever, every play. And it was like. Just on the ground. At first, the play like, is oh, across, the, across the court, and you're over here on the ground from like where the you effort, flopped. The effort is amazing. <laughs> and then after a while, you start to realize, like. Is this fool just clumsy? Or <laughs> Why he is just, he on the ground like again? He said, like he wasn't going. The ball wasn't even over <laughs> by you. Why there, you that wasn't it? an effort play. Get that up. fool just on the ground. I, I never understood it. So Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey that's how he amazing. flopped. That was fantastic. <laughs> He's arguing with the like what with a with a lineman. Yeah, like on the field. Yeah, arguing with a lineman. The lineman like. Puts his puts his, his head, helmet, helmet yep, to his, yep. and Jalen Ramsey flops and on the ground. And it's hella delayed, like it's delayed it's for at least a second, funny. for at least a full second. It's I'm delayed, you guys and then to go he back. like throws himself down on like the ground. Like it hella like flails around <laughs> was on the excellent. ground. It was so fantastic. And then the lineman like plays the violin. <laughs> he like plays the. It is not the. Oh, I'll tell you this fantastic. much: it's not the tiniest violin in the world. Like I would have played. So great. But it was so funny that we so had to great. rewind it and watch it again. Yeah, it was that. Nobody commented on it either. Okay, I'm sorry. I threw off our, <laughs> our game show. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Continue. Either way, Buffalo's going to, I think Buffalo's going to win the game. Um, and again, McCoy's the only person that I would play. I would stay away from everybody else. Carolina and Cleveland. Now, I got a lot of upsets this week, guys. Um, Carolina and Cleveland. 
in Cleveland. Six and six Panthers, four, seven, and one Cleveland uh, Browns. This is going to be a better game than a lot of people think. You think so? I do. Carolina and Cleveland? And I think Cleveland's going to win the game. Ooh. Um, the Carolina Panthers are not the Carolina Panthers that they were in week five, six, I'm and seven. Not with Black Panther being um, having a hurt right shoulder. He's not a hundred. Cam is not a hundred percent. And that team clearly goes as Cam goes. Well, and remember, we talked about Wednesday. Greg Olson is out. Yep. Um, well, they got Christian McCaffrey. Well, McCaffrey's going to ball. Yeah, McCaffrey's going to do what McCaffrey yeah. does. But I think it's going to be, I think we're going to see the McCaffrey chip show. I think that's what we're going to see. It's going to be a lot of that. Um, So I personally think Cleveland is going to win this game. I think that it's going to be a fairly pass-heavy game, but that lends itself well to what Christian McCaffrey does. He's not your atypical running back, right? He's not just taking the ball from the backfield and running between the tackles and doing things like we see uh, Mark Ingram do per se. He's more of your Alvin Kamara type that can run it from the backfield. Alvin Kamara has not been performing. But at the same time, I don't know if you want to is well, Kamara's amazing, but Mm. he's more what it is. is that watermelon taffy or whatever. He can can be used as both. If you will, they don't need to bring in a pass catching running back. They don't need to bring in a between the tackles running back because Christian McCaffrey can do both. And when they're in a, a shootout, he's going to be that guy that's going to catch the ball 10 yards down the field and run it the other 60 for the touchdown. Here's what I'm going to say. Out of nowhere, I just looked up Kamara's stats. Last two weeks, just like Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. he's been struggling. Mm-hmm. Eight and six. But before that? Amazing. After the bye in week six, you've got 13, 19, 29, 21, 16, and then all of a sudden eight and six. Yep. So something's going on with New Orleans Drew in the last two weeks. Has been, he's been in a couple of games where he's had to throw a lot, and he's been throwing it to receivers that, like there was a game where he threw four touchdowns and none of them were to Michael Thomas. They were all to receivers that we had never really paid attention to or mm-hmm. heard of before. And so Drew is really trying to spread the ball around so that the offense is not obvious going into the I playoffs. I would definitely say that's what it is because Drew Brees has not been suffering the same fate. Right. Now, in the last game, we all saw New Orleans' performance in Week 13. <sighs> Drew Brees Dallas with a 7 in work. standard That seven. was Dallas yeah. D. But Drew Brees, since the bye in Week 6, 16. Now, he did have another low-scoring game against Minnesota. Good, six. A good pass rush. But Ste- then 30, 28, 30, 20, and then last week, 7. And see, that's what we realize, right? There are teams out there that have the formula. Yeah, Minnesota if has the formula. you can put pressure. And apparently Dallas has the formula. If you can put pressure on Drew Brees. Because he's putting up three and that, four touchdowns against everyone right, else. That offense struggles. We watched that Dallas pass rush for 60 minutes, not for 45 minutes. They didn't do it for three quarters. They didn't do it for two quarters or three and a half. They went balls out all game, bring it to Drew Brees, and he couldn't. He could never really get himself enough time in the pocket for the receivers to be able to get down the field to mm-hmm. open anything up. There was a lot of check downs in that game. There was a lot of broken run plays in that game. And that's the formula to beat the Saints. Okay. If teams can can get that type of pass rush, now that's not going to happen this week. They're playing Tampa Bay. Right, so yeah. against against Tampa Bay, this is a rematch of Week One, and they're in Florida. They're when Ryan Fitzpatrick came out and stunned the world, well, except Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to play. 
No, I know that. But what I'm saying is this is Can the rematch. Winston do the same thing, though. No. Okay. He cannot. He's not the gunslinger, and they don't have Deshaun Jackson. He's not the gunslinger that, that Ryan Fitzpatrick is at the end of his rope, and he said, I don't care. He gets out there on the field. He's going to let that <laughs> shit fly. Jameis Winston is trying to save for his next big payday. And he's trying to not get caught right? with them lobster claws in his, in his pants. He ain't the guy. All right. Um. So back to Carolina, Cleveland. Oh, how did we get to New Orleans and Tampa Because <laughs> I was comparing Christian McCaffrey to oh. Alvin Kamara, and that took down us down the a wormhole. wormhole. we go. Um, so with that said, I think Cleveland's going to win the game. I think it's going to be close, but okay. I think Cleveland's going to pull it out. I would play Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. I would actually play Cam in this game. Ooh, as much as we talked about possibly I him. would play. I would play Cam. I would play Nick Chubb. I would play Jarvis Landry. I would play Baker Mayfield. I would play David Njoku. And the more I was writing, the I more I was like, Landry. the more I was like, that's just from my heart. This is hella people that I'm saying that yeah, you should play. Yeah, pretty much everyone. I think this is going to be a great game. So this is going to be a high scoring game. I think game. it's going to be a high scoring game. So you're not going to play I defenses. I would stay away. No, definitely not play defenses. I would stay away from Devin Funches. Okay. And I would stay away from Duke, whether he plays. If he plays, I still wouldn't start him. Um, next up, Atlanta Green Bay. Atlanta's four and eight. Green Bay is four, seven, and one. Okay. Matt Ryan does not play well outside of a dome. At all. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Doesn't play well outside of his dome. And I assume that in Green Bay they will be outside of a dome. Oh, they're gonna be out there in the elements and it's gonna be nice and chilly in, and, in Lambeau in Field all in fairness, December. I do not play outside <laughs> well outside of a dome. <laughs> and I think that is going to be true to form in this game. I think they're going to struggle. That defense is already not that great. I think this is an Aaron Rodgers prove it game. Okay. And anytime, so he's going to be playing anytime, like, oh, he's going to be out there playing like a madman. Playing like you never um, see me again. So I think Green Bay is going to win the game. I would say play Aaron Rodgers, play Aaron Jones, play Devontae Adams. Okay. Play Calvin Ridley. Ew, I'm going to have a hard time doing that. Stay away from Matt Ryan. Stay away from Tevin Coleman. Valdez Scantling. Stay away from Austin Hooper. And I would not play. I wouldn't play either tight end. So Hooper or Jimmy Graham, I wouldn't play in this game. I don't know how to feel about Julio. I wrote Julio off to the side on my notes. Because he hadn't made a decision. Um, Depends on if he's hurt. Depends on if he's not hurt. I think we talked about this earlier. It's one of those things, though, where even if Julio doesn't score a touchdown. He's going to have like... 15 for he could have a yards. That's what I'm saying. He could have 16 receptions for 187 uh-huh. yards, uh-huh. and they never score. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, And this could be but one of those games. But can he do games. that on a laboring un, an injury? I don't know. I don't know. And I couldn't – I wasn't going to say one way or the other just because I don't want anybody to be like – Oh, I played him or did not play The him. fantasy sage said don't play him, and now he's got 22 fantasy points on my bench. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's the playoffs. Yeah, it It's the happen. playoffs. This is a big deal. This is one Here's, of those games where my, you got to feel it. This is where – yeah, th- th- I was going to say this is where as much as we just BS our way through some of this advice, you got to feel it in your heart of hearts. And to me, Julio Jones is not – He's not Rob Gronkowski. Right. Where if he's in, you play him. I don't care if this fool didn't practice all week. If he's playing Sunday, he's going to put up 15 points. Well, and there's some of these games where I really do have an inkling about particular players, and some of them are big names. And if I really do have an inkling, I'm going to say, don't play him. Because that's genuinely how I feel. But this matchup in particular, I I can't call it. 
on Julio. All right. Nine so times out of ten, if you got him, you don't got a better option. That's fair. So might as well play him. <laughs> you either gonna live hey, or die by Julio. Dance with who, who you brought. All right. Let's next slide. Let's uh, live it. Baltimore, Baltimore, Kansas City. There we go. Seven and five, Baltimore Ravens uh, fighting to sit, keep their wild card spot in the playoffs against the ten and two Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. In the last game, we ran off his stats. If you didn't listen to the last game, pretty much last game, the last episode, pretty much Lamar Jackson is running the ball. He's, he's not throwing the he's ball. The so he's the running back. Either don't, way it goes, you need to play. I wrote down, don't play any Baltimore wide receivers because none of that. Now, like I said, Crabtree had a decent game last week, but it wasn't anything to hoot and holler about. So, um, and I also would not play Tyreek Hill. Whoa. Now, I just said, Whoa. I just said there's going to be Tally? some guys I have a definitive feeling about. Tyreek Hill is one of those guys. I don't think this is going to be a great Tyreek Hill game. Okay. And I actually benched him in the two leagues that I have him. Wow. Um, I would play Lamar Jackson. I would play Gus Edwards. I would play Pat Mahomes. And I think this is going to be a two-touchdown game for Travis Kelsey. Well, every game's a two-touchdown um, game for Travis Kelsey. But quite frankly... Fancy analysis he got going on there. I think Baltimore is going to win the game. Wow! I picked Baltimore to upset. Yes. Their de- their defense is amazing. They, uh, they're they're fourth- fantasy sage. I'm not putting money on that. Listen, but they're fourth against the quarterback, second against the running back, second against the wide receiver, twentieth against the tight end. So basically, you think that Baltimore is going to be able, with Lamar Jackson running the ball, yep. to put up more points against Kansas City? Because like New it's Orleans, going to be a low-scoring game. Kansas, you think it's going to be low? I think scoring. it's going to be a low-scoring game. So you think I Baltimore's think defense is going to be able to keep Kansas City from scoring? Fourteen seventeen. Okay. Fourteen seventeen. The two touchdowns that they get, that's going to be Kelsey's two touchdowns, and that's it. Fourteen okay. seventeen. Baltimore's going to pull it out. All right. Um, Feel pretty, pretty strongly about I that. I do. All right. I do. Uh, That'll be the first thing I bring up <laughs> in the next episode of Fantasy Binge. In fact, let me write this down. Oh, my you gosh. Said she really is. 14-17 Baltimore, Baltimore over Kansas City. And that the two TDs will only Travis be Kelsey from, TDs. from Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Who likes and, and that's going to save Pat Mahomes' day. Those two touchdowns and whatever other passing yards he gets to have, that's what's going to save Pat Mahomes' day. That's why I say so you can still start him. All right. Uh, New England, Miami. Mm-hmm. Nine and three, New England Welcome against the, the weird six, and, Nintendo, six and six Miami Dolphins. The I Miami know, right? Dolphins are 500 Apparently, thus far. Brock Osweiler was keeping this thing going while Tannehill was This hurt. is crazy. Um, they still suck. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what their <laughs> record says. Uh, don't fool yourselves. Uh, New England is doing what New England does. New England has recognized what LeBron figured out in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't care what seed I am, as long as I get in the playoffs. <laughs> well, that's all that matters. You used to thrive. You used hey, to when you first hey. when you first I get in. Though barely made it into the playoffs, and if I beat you, that's all I'm. That's what take I'm saying. But when you first, when you're that young player and you're hungry and you're like, I want to be the number one seed. I want my team to be the best. I want my blah blah blah. No, we can get through. We're gonna win our division. That guarantees us a playoff spot. If we get the bye, dope. If we don't, we'll at least get a home game. <laughs> and we're going to beat whoever comes in here. Like, Brady is so relaxed. He's not playing the best football right now, but they're still 9-3. and three. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
They're going to make it into the playoffs. They're so chill right now. Him and Bill Belichick are on uh, cruise control. They're going to be fine. They're going to beat Miami. Um, having said that, this is going to be a good game. This is a division game. They're, Miami always gets up to play them. The Jets always get up to play Isn't them. Isn't that crazy? It's weird. To, and, and I years, feel like we went out on a one and done thinking that New England was going to beat somebody. Seasons that those two teams have been terrible. Buffalo, too. Seasons that they've been terrible. They always get up for the New England game. Um, and I think we're going to see bits and pieces of that here. They're playing in Miami. Um I would play. Well, obviously. Whatever New England RB that you feel most comfortable with. <laughs> because they're going to split carries there. There's Sony Michelle. Michelle is there's fine. James White. There's Rex Burkett. Um, I would play the former two before I play the latter. I would play James White personally. Over Rex Burkett. Over Rex Burkett head. Over Sony, over Sony Michelle. Um, that's a toss up for me. It's tough. If I, I had Sony Michelle and James White both, I would probably play Sony Michelle first. I would play. But then I would not be mad if Sony Michelle went out with the injury halfway through the game because he just doesn't seem 100% back to me. Right. New England and Miami are 13th and 9th against the passer, against the wide receiver, respectively. Um, so I think this is not going to be a very pass heavy game. I think okay. this game is going to be one on the ground in the trenches. Oh, so Kenyon Drake is somebody so I should be playing. Drake is somebody that I, I have in my start, and I said to start Gronk. Oh, so not this Danny week. Amendola? If Gronk put no, not Danny Amendola. Not Kenny Stills? No. Oh. Don't start any of them. And I would stay away from Ryan Tannehill. I would actually stay away from Brady in this game. And this is I one of Brady's eight point games in standard scoring. I would stay away from Josh Gordon. Mm, that's fair. All right, who do you think is going to win the game? You said New England's still going to win. New England's going to win. All right, next matchup. New Orleans-Tampa Bay. Let's go. Ten and two Saints, five and seven Bucks. New Orleans is going to win this game. This is the revenge game for them. Uh, Rematch, as I said earlier, of the week one game where Fitzmagic was born. This matchup is is going to be interesting because neither one of these defenses are very good, though the Saints have been excellent against a running back in the past few weeks, and that's gained them the sixth-ranked team against a running back. And Tampa Bay just happens to not have a very – they have Ronald Jones, but, like, who cares? They're not going to be able to run the ball. The Saints are going to run up the score on this one, and they're not going to take their foot off the gas pedal. So with that said, I would start Breeze. I would start. I started writing this down, and then I wrote Breeze, Winston, Kamara, Ingram, and then I was about to write Winston, and then I was about to write, and then I just wrote all. <laughs> the only person Everybody. I would sit in this game is Cameron Brake. I do not think this is going to be a good matchup for Cameron Brake, but if you have anybody else on these two rosters, I would start them. I would play them. I think there's going to be some value here. I think it's going to be a shootout. All right. What about the um, next game? Next game, Giants-Redskins. We talked about this one a little bit earlier with Odell Beckham out. Washington depleted. I think this is going to be a very disappointing game. The 4-8 and eight Giants, 6-6 six and six Redskins. Redskins still have life. I just don't see how they're going to win any more games. With a third-string quarterback and with a depleted offensive line, unless Adrian Peterson can run circles around every single team that they play from here on out, I don't know how they're going to win. So I still think the Giants are going to win the game. Um, I would play Eli. I, I think it's going to be a good Eli game. I would play Evan Ingram. Ingram. I would play Saquon Barkley. And I would play Adrian Peterson. I would stay away from Jordan Reed. I would stay away from Sterling Shepard in this game. 
And the guy who coughed up the um, blood clot in the shape of his bronchial tubes. What? <laughs> I didn't hear about that. What are you talking about? Yeah, some dude like was in the hospital for Jeez. some type of illness, coughed up literally a lung. Basically, a blood clot in the shape of his lungs. That you means, didn't see that? Did he have the blood clot in his lung, and that's yes. why it came out in that shape? Yes. Well, be and like, glad he coughed it up. Yeah, and when you see it, it literally is shaped like his his lung and bronchial tubes and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, total craziness. It's all that, over. The, everyone's saying it. That was going to kill him. Saying. Like, I'm glad he coughed yeah. it up. Because yeah. <laughs> you imagine how gonna, painful that is, though? Die. A blood clot in your lungs that you're coughing up, coughing up, coughing up. When I swallow spit down the wrong pipe, it's a problem. That this fool had a blood clot. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to family. Okay. Indianapolis versus Houston. Now, this is a rematch of the infamous week four or five game that they played that went to overtime where the Colts coach had the bad call in overtime. It led to them losing the game. It was a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this game is going to be anything like that okay, one. Okay, they've learned from I their think, mistakes. No, I think Houston has really found themselves. Yeah. And that defense is really coming on. Six and six Colts, nine and three Houston Texans on a nine-game win streak. And I think this is going to be ten. Um, I personally don't think Indianapolis has a chance in this one, I think it's going to be a Houston heavy game. And with that said, I would start Deshaun Watson. I would start Lamar Miller. I would start DeAndre Hopkins. I would start Andrew Luck in this game. He's going wow. to throw for a bunch of yards, probably two touchdowns. Who's going to catch those touchdowns? Not T.Y. Hilton. Not if he's not. So I would better. stay away from T.Y. Hilton <laughs> and I would stay away from Marlon Mack. Uh, I say Houston wins this game. On to the Bengals and the Chargers. Look, Bengals suck. 31st against the quarterback, 32nd against the running back, 25th against the wide receiver, 28th against the tight end. I pretty much am playing anyone who's playing the Bengals. If you have a charger. Yeah, play them. Start them. Yeah. And the only Bengal that I would start. What about old man Gates? I might even play Antonio Gates. You know. I might even play Antonio We were watching Antonio Gates play last week, and I was like, oh, he got a little thick. He's old. That boy big. Got a little thick. That boy. He got big. Eddie Lacy thick. He did. He did. But he <laughs> caught a touchdown. <laughs> and he might be he able to touchdown. do that against Cincinnati. Listen, listen. Well, I, I said it a few weeks ago when I told you guys to start Gates last time and he caught a touchdown. It has to be the perfect game script. This is the perfect game script for him to be able to for them to get down into the Keenan Allen catches a 75-yard touchdown and gets tackled at the two. I need I need that, <laughs> but not the tackling part. I need him to catch it and then run it in. It, 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 that's the perfect setup. Tackled at the five. Old third man down Gates. and goal. Old man Gates. Old faithful. <laughs> catches a him and Phillip Rivers hookup for touchdowns. All the time. All the time. So I hey, would start all my chargers. Touch now. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and catch yeah, that. Yeah, just go okay. ahead and throw that to me. Look, I got it. Nobody, got it. nobody's gonna guard me, bro. They I think I'm it. fat and slow, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut inside. Hey, hey, just put the ball up. Right. I got it. Right. I got it. So start them. Okay. And start mixing. Okay. I would stay away from any Cincinnati Bengals pass catchers. So, so obviously so AJ Green, like we talked about on is Wednesday, not is play. he's out for the rest of the season. Stay away from Tyler Boyd. Stay away from John Ross. Stay away from Uzuma. Stay away from anybody who's catching passes in Cincinnati. Stay away. Stay away. Uh, I hope this doesn't turn around to bite you in the butt when we start talking about this on Wednesday. Yeah, you know somebody will catch so, a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, all of a sudden, Uzuma will have three touchdowns. All right. Um, Denver, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. 
San Francisco sucks. Mm-hmm. Denver's mediocre. Mm-hmm. Denver's actually six and six. Silent six and six. Yeah, but they just lost Emmanuel Sanders they to did. an Achilles rupture. Hence the reason they lost their t- first string tight end. You should start Cortland Sutton. Okay. We talked about this. Corlin Sutton's going to be the guy now. And this is the perfect matchup. We talked about this the other day against the San Francisco 49ers to have his coming out party. Okay. And I think it's going to oh, be. it's kind of like a quinceanera. It's going to be a great week for him. <laughs> um, Introducing him to the world as a, well, I guess it's not a quinceanera. It's a bat mitzvah, mitzvah. I don't know what it is. Well, yeah, because it's like now you're a man. So I would play. I'm 40. I'm a man. I don't think we need to even go into the the defensive lack thereof of San Francisco and uh-huh. where, where they're ranked. Uh-huh. I just we Denver's a better team. Pretty much. Start Philip Lindsay. Start Case Keenum. Uh-huh. Start Cortland Sutton. Uh-huh. Um, on the 49er side of the ball, I would start Kittle. And I think Denver's going to put their best corner on Goodwin. Okay. So I think this is going to be another good game for Dante Pettis. Ooh, interesting. I would stay away from Jeff Wilson. For okay. those of you who don't know who Jeff Wilson is, That's he me. is the current running back of the San Francisco 49ers with Matt Breida out. Okay. Um, and I would sit Marquise Goodwin as well. Okay. Uh, Denver will win the game. Philly Dallas. Philly Dallas. Division game. Division game it is. Philly six and six. It's been all over Good Morning Football for the last. Dallas two days. is seven and five. Okay. Philly needs to win this game. Mm-hmm. Dallas is going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas is just going to keep rolling. I think they're going to roll right into the playoffs, and I think they're going to disappoint the same way that they always, always do, do when yeah. they get into the playoffs. That's Pretty what much. Dallas does. Yeah. Um, with that said, Dak, Zeke, Amari Cooper, Zach Ertz, Golden Tate, start them. Got it. Sit Wentz. Mm. Sit Alshon Jeffrey. Mm. Um, and I'm on the fence about which Philadelphia running back to deal with. Now, Dallas is seventh against the running back. Okay. Anytime you see a matchup like that, that's when Philly flips and says, we're going to bring this guy out, Josh Adams, out to play the, the normal running back role. And then Darren Sproles is going to sneak in to score a touchdown over here. Or Corey Clement is going to sneak in to score a touchdown over here. Having said that, in my fantasy playoffs, I don't want to be dependent right, on who they on decide starting to play. one of those guys and hoping well, that what, they get 30-something yards and a touchdown. Well, what about Wendell Smallwood? I mean, don't forget about that him. Shoulder shrug. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can't see us on YouTube yet, but it's a, it's a heavy shoulder shrug. Hashtag and? Yeah, say I don't. I, I personally would stay away from Philly's running game. Okay. If you have to start somebody, then go with the guy who's the one, and that's Josh Adams. Um, but I'm not saying do that. Yeah, you So just don't say. say that I said it. <laughs> don't tell nobody I Listen, said that. Listen, if you tell somebody I told you this, I'm going <laughs> to lie and say that it never happened. So Dallas will win the game. Pittsburgh, Oakland. Uh, 7-4-1 and one, Pittsburgh Steelers go to Oakland to face the 2-10 and 10 Raiders. Raiders suck. Why do you have to say that? Pittsburgh's good. Eh, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh, okay. Yeah, let's not get crazy here. Um, Who I are we playing? think... What? Who are we playing? Who am I going to play? Doug Martin, Clearly. which is why we talked about Doug Martin earlier. If he's hurt, though, you got to monitor that. Um, but I would play Doug Martin. I would play Curtis Sam. I feel completely comfortable playing Samuels. Do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. You're looking at me like you don't know who that is. No, no. I was looking at you like I was ready for you to say the next thing. I will play both tight ends in this game. I don't know who Jalen is. I have him on two of my leagues. Vance How McDonald. How dare you? How dare you, sir? 
<laughs> I am your co-host on this show. <laughs> of course I know who Samuels is. You know why? Because Connors is hurt and Le'Veon Bell, who I drafted first round in one of my leagues, made I, my eye put out there, never played this season. That happened. Jeez. I know we're all caught up in this Kareem Hunt so beat right somebody now. up in a hallway of a hotel. But can I remind you all it's that Le'Veon Bell never played a game this season this and is, just said, fuck the money? Oh, I'm is, sorry. This is Matthew Berry-esque. <laughs> Eek. Let, um, I know we all have the attention Jaylen. span of a two-year-old these days. But crazy. that happened. She's in here wilding. I'll I am s- done. I'm going to sit my 805. See. Oh, my gosh. 805, the beer for podcasters. <laughs> Back to my analysis of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Oakland Raiders. Game. I don't even know why I do this with you. I would play, <laughs> I would play Doug Martin. I would play Samuels. I would play both uh, tight ends, Vance McDonald and Jared Cook. I would play Ben Roethlisberger in this game, even though we're a little bit iffy about his home road splits. Yeah, this is the Raiders, um, and I would play Antonio. What is that supposed to mean? They suck. I would play Antonio Brown. Um, I mean, Antonio Brown. Actually, when I did the analysis on this game, I feel like I'd play Juju Smith over Antonio. I'm gonna Brown. sit Juju. Um, I was skeptical about which one of the two to start. Uh huh. Antonio Brown's just he's sure shit. Like, he's going to get his money. Anytime I've said sit Antonio Brown this year, you know what he did? He only caught for, like, 40 yards, but, like, two touchdowns. Yeah. He does that to me every single time. He's going to find a way to get open on the play that matters, and he's going to find his way into the end zone. Well, the touchdown bonus is in his contract, so. I would sit Derek Carr. Okay. I would sit Juju, and I would sit whoever is a designated wide receiver in Oakland. Well, you've got Jared Cook, who, let's be honest, are we sitting Jared Cook? No, he's not a wide receiver. He's a tight end. Well, I said to start him. That's why I said whoever's a designated wide receiver, receiver in, Oakland, in Oakland, I would sit them. Um, now, here's a funky thing about this game. Now, I've been hearing about this all week, and I had to look into it. Samuels uh-huh. on Yahoo platform. Is a tight end. Is a tight end. It's not that way in ESPN. And a, it's not that checked. way in ESPN. But he's a tight end and a running back. If you have the option. Oh, Jordy Nelson. Yeah. And Dwayne yeah, Harris. None of them. Seth Roberts. All those guys. Yeah. Nope. I'm with you. Um, if you have the option, start him in your tight end. If you're playing in Yahoo and you're listening to this. I am not. Anymore. Start him in your tight end slot. But what if he does nothing? He's going to do something. He's the starting running back on the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Raiders. I'm going to need ESPN <laughs> to get on this train. I'm just saying. And if now, you could put him in your tight, think of the production. All of those rushing yards. The reason for this is because Yahoo says that he worked out as a tight end in the combine yep. with the tight end. Yep. So his designation is a tight end for this season in Yahoo platform. If he rushes. That is not his designation. For 100 yards. If he just rushes for 100 yards, that's 10 points for your tight end. Yeah. If he rushes for 60 yards, catches two passes or, or five passes for another 60 and gets a touchdown, your tight end slot is jacked all the way up. If you got two other running backs that you can put in your running back slots, start this dude as a tight end. You're going to win your week. Okay. And that's a one-up on everybody. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh will win the game. 
got three left. Detroit, Arizona, um, four and eight Lions against the three and nine Arizona Cardinals. Who cares? Uh, play David Johnson. I think it's going to be a heavy David Johnson, and I think it's going to be a heavier rushing game. Mm. Detroit is 26 against the run. Arizona is 30th against the run. Oh yeah, everyone's going to so be running. So this is going to be this, this is going to be a run heavy game. I would play David Johnson. I would play Riddick. I would play Blunt, and I would play Larry Fitzgerald. I would stay away from Kenny Galladay. I would stay away from Matt Staff. I would actually stay away from both quarterbacks in this game, Matt Stafford and Josh Rosen. Um, I think Arizona will eke this one out just like they did against Green Bay last week. Rams, Chicago. We talked about this one a little bit earlier. The Rams have already clinched their division. Okay. So their playoff spot is solidified. Are they sitting Um, Todd Gurley then? No, not yet. Not until they clinch the number one. They don't have the number one yet because the Saints are still so close to them in the division. Um, With that said, I think this is going to be a much closer game. Uh, than everybody thinks, and I actually think Chicago is going to figure out a way to win at home. Wow. Um, I think the Rams are going to suffer their second loss or third loss. Oh, no, I have it written right here. They're 11-1. and one. They're going to suffer their second loss. Um, I would play Mitch Trubisky. I would play Trey Burton. I would play Taylor Gabriel, Todd Gurley, Robert Woods, and uh, Brandon Cooks. I would stay away from Jared Goff in this game, and I would stay away from Allen Robinson. All right. Um, Chicago wins by two. It's an odd number to win by. Yeah, it is. Watch. Go on. Minnesota Seattle Monday night game. It's the last one. Six five and one Minnesota Vikings. Seven and five Seattle Seahawks. I don't think that Seattle has enough firepower to be able to withstand Minnesota's defense. Minnesota is eighth against the quarterback, ninth against the running back, eighth against the wide receiver, fourteenth against the tight end. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty solid defense. Um, Seattle really likes to focus on the run these days, and they've been With doing what running back? Whoever's healthy, whether it's Mike Davis or whether it's Chris Carson or whoever's healthy. But that's they've been run heavy. Um, but I don't think that they're going to be able to do that against the Vikings, so that's going to force them to go to the air. With that said, I think Tyler Lockett is going to have an excellent game this week. Um, and I would start Dalvin Cook, and I would start Adam Thielen. I would stay away from both quarterbacks in this game, Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson. I would stay away from Baldwin. I would stay away from Kyle Rudolph, and I would not start any of the Seattle Seahawks running backs, and I didn't have anybody circled on this game, uh, but I think I think Minnesota's going to steal this one in Seattle. Mm, interesting. Uh, so that's our list of games. We've gone through those. That's your stay or play away. Hopefully you have enough time to make the aforementioned changes in your lineup. I know we usually at this time talk about fool's gold or fantasy gold. I think the only person that we need to talk about in this segment is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry pulled off an amazing performance on Thursday night. But is this something that's repeatable? Listen. This is the thing about Derrick Henry that I want everybody to be cautious of. This one in particular performance is going to enhance his stats for the entire season. Yeah, the footballer this, said that this this Thursday night's performance took him from a wide receiver 40 to a wide receiver like 19. And now you're going to be looking at it next year like, is this somebody that I should draft earlier than I should? No. His value is, is not anything different. We know who Derrick Henry is. Don't let one, le- one week fool you. 
Like when you start doing your analysis for next season, don't start to think, oh, shoot, I didn't realize A, B, and C. Look deeper and look into the stats and realize, oh, that was one game that (laughs) did that for him, right? Even if he has another one of those this season, Derrick Henry is not an excellent running back. He was 17 for 238 and four It doesn't happen. That's an anomaly. That's an outlier. He's putting putting up QB numbers. Anybody who knows anything about statistics, that is like the biggest outlier outside of the margin of error that you will yeah, ever that's ever definitely see an outlier. before that his highest production was 11 for 58 and two touchdowns in week 10 against new england he's not the guy he scored 17 two points. things you shouldn't do don't draft him next year earlier than he should go and number two don't pick him up off your waiver wire because i'm sure he's on a lot of your waiver wires and plug him in as a start next week and get yourself kicked out of the playoffs He's not going to do this again for the rest of this season. Mark my words. All right. I think that uh, marks our show for this evening. Uh, Thank you for joining us. As always, again, you can find us on YouTube. uh, YouTube. You guys know we're not going to be on YouTube yet. You can find us on Apple iTunes at Fantasy Binge. You can also find us on SoundCloud on Fantasy Binge. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, Kiki Loves Me and I will be facing each other in the Champs Only League. We'll let you guys know on Tuesday how that turns out. And um, may the odds be forever in in your your favor. favor. Sage out. Don't do that anymore. Don't do Sage out anymore. Okay, we gotta work on that. Okay. Alright, peace out, y'all.